everybody and welcome to the Do The Dang Thing podcast. I'm your host Rachel Fleeman and today we are going to be talking about outcome versus reality habits. I actually already had this episode filmed. I was editing it. I just did not like the way it was turning out. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to re-record this because this is an episode that I'm really excited about. There's just a lot of really good information that's kind of just like eye-opening. And we're going to be talking about the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, specifically chapter two. I, for the life of me, did avoided this book for the longest time. Strictly avoided it. I had a college professor who would always talk about this book and he'd always go on and on about how good this book is. He would literally have classes based around chapters in this book. And it wasn't like he was talking about it badly. Like this was such a good book. He was encouraging us to read it. But it was more or less the fact that I knew this book was going to be a game changer. I knew it was going to change my life. I knew it was going to call me out and I was nervous for it. So I avoided reading it, but eventually I bought the book. I read the first chapter and again, realized how eye-opening this was going to be. So I took it away and started reading other books. And then recently I decided, you know what? I'm going to read it because I really want to change some of my personal habits. So I pulled it out again started reading it and oh my gosh, you guys need to read this book. It is so good. But like I said, we're gonna be talking about outcome versus reality habits, which is very fitting because we have been talking about habits the past few weeks. This week was technically supposed to be about uh, overthinking, but I figured, you know what? I really have an itch to record this episode. So we're gonna do this one first and then overthinking podcast or episode will come later. So. Side notes, my background, I've been so specific with how the setup has been in the past and I don't know why because it's just, it's a podcast. (laughs) Like, it's just you and me talking about life kind of thing and so yeah, this is my Black Friday somewhat prep, event prep. We have two events on Sunday which is crazy and then a week from today is our Black Friday sale and then we have our Small Business Saturday and uh, another holiday event like three days in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Crazy. So there's a lot of prep going on. I also today got my heat turned on finally in the shop. I have not had heat. I've been using a space heater. I am one of those people who's cold 24-7 all the time even in the summer I'd rather be in a blanket on my bed like I just want to be balled up all cozy it is 28 degrees outside it's so cold and it's only gonna get colder um which is crazy because it was literally like 80 yesterday I don't know what is going on but yeah that is your little life update for y'all so let's dive in to today's episode about outcome versus reality habits now This, like I said, I am so excited to talk about this because this all stems from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'm going to kind of give you like an overview of what I've learned from the chapter and what my takeaways were and how I applied them uh, to my life and how you can apply them to yours as well. So let's dive into it. First, we're going to talk about what outcome and identity habits are. So picture a circle with another circle inside it and then like a tiny itty bitty pit in the middle, okay? So our outer circle, this is your outcome. This is your outcome habits. This is what you want your goal to be. This is your overall end result type of thing, okay? And the middle circle is your process. This is what it takes to get to the outcome. And the middle pit is your identity habit. This is the heart and soul of your habits and your identity, your behaviors, all that type of stuff. And a lot of the times what we do when we are starting a habit is we just jump to the outcome and we don't start at the identity, we don't go through the process, we just go to the end result. And that is why they don't 
stick. That is why so many of these habits that we start, we end up stopping after a week or two or even a month because they don't stick. And like I talked about in previous episodes, I'm a big believer in the three-month rule. If you do something for three months, it has become a part of your routine more and you genuinely are committed to it versus just like the one-month rule. 30 days is what people typically would say, but I'd say three months. So we tend to work on our outcome and not our identity. We tend to not work on the identity habit part of it at whatsoever and the identity is like your mindset towards a certain thing your inner work before jumping into it so i'm going to use for example let's just use the gym i know this is a popular one a lot of people can relate to this more than likely so i don't know about you but a lot of the times i get this itch to start going to the gym and so i get the membership and then i go for like a few weeks very regularly like i'll go every single day but i just jump into it i didn't slowly try to like slowly lean into it I didn't really like I'm completely changing my morning and my habits and what I'm typically used to and then after like a month or so I stop slowly stop going to the gym and I slowly just dwizzle away from it and then eventually I find myself at the gym canceling my membership and the reason this happens is because I jumped to the outcome I did not practice the mindset I did not slowly try to lean into this working out phase I just completely went to the outcome of working out an hour a day and completely changing my mornings and it doesn't stick because it I didn't work on the inner part of it first so it all circles back to our mindset and this is something that you'll see come through each episode is the mindset is the core of of your growth, of your habits, of your routine, of your identity. And like we've talked about before, mindset doesn't happen overnight. It's not just like one night you're who you are and the next day you're just your highest version of yourself or whoever you want to be, your goal, end result kind of thing. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes practice. It takes work. Same with our mindset. Our mindset doesn't just happen in the flip of a switch and a snap. It takes practice and it takes work and slowly we build it up to have that mindset be kind of like our reality. And the same thing goes with habits. You can't just jump fully into it. And that's kind of like New Year's resolutions, for example. I personally do not like them. And we'll have a whole episode about that as it gets closer to New Year's, but I don't like them. And the key reason I don't like them is because people think that overnight, and we're we're kind of conditioned to this belief that overnight, because all of a sudden it's New Year's Eve, it's a change of a year, that that's the day we're going to change our lives. And so we go from being who we are, which there's nothing wrong with that, but we go from being this to setting these high expectations for ourselves and these high, high goals and just completely jumping into it. And there's a reason it doesn't stick a lot of the times is because we didn't try and practice the inner work. You can't go from waking up, I don't know, at nine in the morning to then waking up at five every single morning from here on out. And then if you go to bed at, I don't know, midnight or whatever the case is, you can't just make these major, major changes that are not going to stick because you you have to slowly kind of condition and train yourself to hit them eventually. So that, yeah, that's a big reason I don't like New Year's resolutions is because you to jump into the outcome result and not train ourselves. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, but we all have this idea that, oh, New Year's, that's when we can start over. So let's say, I don't know, a few months into the new year, we slowly stop these habits and then we kind of go through this period of back to our normal everyday self. And then about summertime or whatever, we want this change again. But here's the thing, it's not New Year's, so we feel like we have to wait until the New Year's to make this change. You can make change whenever you want. You don't have to wait for a specific day to make that change. Why? 
you're not guaranteed that day in the future so why wait for that day today is the day stop waiting for one day that is something I tell myself all the time when I have these ideas or I have these new goals always be like oh I'll start it on Monday because that's the beginning of the week why why can't I start it today doesn't matter when I start it a day is a day so um yeah don't wait for new year's or whatever and don't set these high expectations slowly lean yourself into it if you want to wake up a few hours earlier start by waking up just one hour earlier and practice that for a few weeks and then slowly add another half hour to an hour until you build up to whatever that time limit is that you want for yourself and that can go for literally any habit that you want to adapt and grow into so yeah so some examples of these habits that we are kind of conditioned to is the thought of we'll take business for example I do business because I I'm a business owner but my goal as a business owner is not to just make a sale that's not my personal ultimate identity goal my outcome goal is to be an entrepreneur but in order to do that I have to obviously make a sale practice study business do all that stuff and that's all in the process work which all leads back to the identity I have to have the right mindset to show up every day for myself and to do all this work for my business and for myself and be have that motivation type of stuff. And that takes a lot of inner work. And then the process of it is kind of everything coming together and making the sales, setting everything up, running, studying markets, doing all this, making connections with customers because that's something I truly, truly enjoy. And then the outcome is, hey, now I'm an entrepreneur. It still feels weird when people ask me like what I do. And I've even had friends They'll be like, oh, I just I just want to be a boss or I don't know, whatever the case is, or I want to do this. And they're like, you literally are. You literally own a business. You literally have a store with your business. When are you going to take yourself seriously? And when, when I get told that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. And it's because, like, there's some sort of limited belief that I have deep down inside me that I still have not kind of gone through that is, like, holding me back to believing that I am this entrepreneur, I am this business owner, I have the store, I have the customers, I have these relationships with these amazing people, and yet I still have this limited belief. And so that's, it goes back to the identity. You have to practice that mindset and that inner work, and it slowly builds out. But obviously, I know not all of you guys are in it for business. There's a million other things you could do, but I guess other examples are simply your goal is not to read a book, it's to become a reader. So you start by reading one book, you start to gain that habit, and then you read more and more and more, and you're, you're a reader. Or another example is your goal is not to just get through med school. Your outcome is to be a doctor, not to just get through med school type of thing. Or for another example is your goal isn't to make a to-do list, it's to be one of those people who just makes a to-do list, it's to become a planner, and you want to plan more and stop procrastinating. Again, another at myself because as much as I make to-do lists and I love my to-do list, I still procrastinate quite a lot. So <laughs> your identity habits are literally a shift in your mindset, a shift in your behavior and the shift in your identity. That's what identity habits are and that's what they stem from. So you really, really have to work on that regardless whatever this habit is of yours. And obviously a lot of habits aren't going to be that deep and that serious, but you can't just automatically make all these life changes. That's why they don't stay. So the next thing I want to talk about is our behaviors and how they're reflected and how we are kind of conditioned to learn and act a certain way based on what we're told by people around us and even told by ourselves. So our behaviors are a complete reflection of our identity. We act on what we're aligned to believe. So if somebody tells us, for example, 
you're bad with money. You then tell yourself you're bad at money and maybe that becomes a staple thing that you're known for and that you tell people or that's your excuse for spending money is you're just bad at money. That's why I went and spent $300 on a shopping trip because I'm bad at money. Well, maybe you're not bad at money, but because that's our belief and we're aligned to believe what we're told and what we're kind of conditioned throughout the years by friends and family and even ourselves, we kind of resist the stuff that doesn't align with us. So maybe we aren't truly deep down bad at money. Maybe we do want to save, but we don't want to because we're bad with money. That's what we're known as. So we have to keep spending all of our money. But we all have this like sort of baggage that is attached to our identity. So whether that is, you think you're bad at money. You're not bad at money. You just need to start saving and you just think that and you kind of resist saving because that doesn't align with who you are and what you're told and what people know you to be. Another common one is, oh, I'm terrible at remembering names. Are you or did you forget people's names when you were younger and that's just kind of what you were told is, oh, you're terrible at names. And even I found a lot like through school, which obviously teachers have to remember a lot of names, so I don't blame them. But a lot of teachers that I would have even in college are like, hey, I here's my name. I'm terrible with names. Just saying that out front, which, okay, but are you really or are you just conditioned that so you start to believe it? So you kind of resist trying to remember people's names or know people's names or the I'm a bad driver are you really a bad driver or did you get into an accident one time and since then I've been told you're a bad driver a big one for me is the directions I'm bad at directions I personally am not the best with directions when I first started driving I didn't really know how to get anywhere that wasn't on my side of town and so my friends and family would always just tell me hey you're bad at directions and that is what I was conditioned to believe so that is truly what I believed for the longest time to the point where I found myself resisting even though I know where places are now for the most part and I know how to get there I still have this self-doubt that I'm bad at directions so I'm gonna pull up Google Maps just as a backup because I'm bad and I don't know how to get there kind of thing and you have this, it's, it all like circles back of what you're told and what you're conditioned to believe and all that type of stuff. Like even now I've been driving for what, a little over four years now and I still, there are some places that I still don't know how to get to and that I feel like is partly because I strictly don't pay attention to where I'm driving when I'm driving with like the maps in my hands because I have this belief that I'm bad at directions so I don't need to learn the directions because that's just what I'm known as. It's already easy. People know I don't know how to get places but there are places where I'm like, oh, I do know how to get there. Like just the other night we were going on the south side of town which is about 30 minutes away from where I live and I know how to get there. I know it's not a hard drive whatsoever. It's a bunch of just straight shots and I still in the back of my mind I was like, hmm, I should pull up my directions just in case but I ended up not because I knew I was recording this and I was like, no, I'm talking about this. I'm going to just see if I can get there. I got there easy peasy. It's not, it's strictly the stuff that we're told and we're conditioned to believe. And that's our baggage with our identity. Just kind of like reflect on that. What have you been told your entire life or what are some beliefs that you have about yourself that may not be true and may only be true to you because of what you were conditioned to believe? Because it comes down to it, you say and hear something so much that you truly do start to believe it and then you resist the possibility of this alignment that is actually a better thing for you like you being bad at money maybe you're actually really good at money but you're going to keep spending because you want to resist saving because that's not who you are that doesn't align with this identity that has been given to you by yourself and other people so yeah be more mindful of how you embody your habits and what kind of beliefs you have set up for each one and why you believe them
go through, I mean, again, like I said, the direction one, that one kind of just hit me when I read this. I was like, oh, I, I totally do that. And I totally doubt myself and resist this alignment that is actually a good thing for me because I've been told my whole driving career that I don't know directions, which is partially true. I'm not the best with a lot of directions, but that's also because I don't really pay attention when we go places. Because again, I have that limited belief that I'm supposed to be bad at directions, so I'm just not going to pay attention to where we're going or how we're getting there. So go through your own uh, identity kind of habits and see what you are aligned with and like what things you may have been conditioned to believe and tell yourself and by being told by others. Because at the end of the day, our beliefs, even the ones about ourselves, are all learned and conditioned from what we hear from others or what we experience personally. So kind of take a step back and just, I guess, go through what habits you have and what beliefs you have and how you got to that point. Are you truly believing in this habit or is this something that you've just been told your whole life so that's why you're going to believe it? Another thing is everything we do is a habit good or bad so if you get home and you just watch tv until it's time to go to bed i sometimes do that that tends to be a habit that's a habit going to the gym or not going to the gym that's a habit drinking a lot of water a day versus drinking no water a day that's a habit everything we do is in a way a habit so make sure that your habits are good habits and habits that are truly aligned with your best version of yourself and what you want it to be and that's truly stems from your identity of whatever this habit is going to be. So go from your identity to your process to your outcome, not your outcome in. That just doesn't work, it crumbles down. It's just like when you're planting a seed and you plant it, it goes up and then it blooms and then it blossoms. That is the same process as our things versus going to the store. This is completely coming at myself because I do this. But if you go to the store, buy a plant, but you didn't learn about the plant, you don't know how to water it, you don't know the sunlight it needs, you don't, you didn't do your research on how to take care of this plant, you just saw it, thought it looked pretty, so you bought it, you went straight to the outcome, you didn't practice the interior kind of inner work of what it takes to keep up with the plant, to keep it alive, your plant after a while, a few weeks, will just shrivel down into nothing because you don't know how to take care of it, you didn't learn about the inner workings of it. So I guess it's kind of a way to think about it with our own habits. When we go straight to the outcome, it doesn't stick because you didn't learn about the interior work. You didn't practice the identity part of it. You didn't go through the process. You just jumped to the outcome. So I think that is everything for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and learned something from it. Be sure to follow on whatever platform you guys are listening on or watching on and screenshot this and share it to your story so I can personally thank you for listening to the podcast. It helps a lot. I hope you guys are enjoying this. If you have any podcast recommendations for topics to talk about, please DM me on Instagram at do the dang thing podcast. I'm more than happy to take recommendations and I love getting your guys' feedback on the podcast as well. So that is all I have for this episode. Again, take a step back and look at your habits and see what you personally want to align with or what you maybe want to change and kind of come up with a plan on how to change it. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.